I'm Pat Hyben, and over the past 25 years, I've sold over 7,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in volume. In 2010, I sold my team business to my top agent and went on book tour promoting my book, Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate professional's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. That book went on to become a New York Times bestseller. Now I live off the passive income streams from the real estate I bought with commissions I earned as a full-time agent. And I am committed to giving back to the real estate industry as so many mentors of mine have given back to me. On this show, we'll interview the world's best agents, brokers, coaches, and investors to help you make more commissions and create the life you deserve. Okay, Rockstar Nation, no, we have a guest coming today from Lewiston, Maine. I have uh, Brenda Fontaine on the line, and Brenda, similar to me, she sold over 6,000 houses, and um, she's just uh, an incredible person, just has, has knows so much about real estate and so much about the real estate business, and I'm excited to have her on the show, so... Brenda, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you for having me, Pat. I'm very excited to be here today. Hey, Brenda, listen, why don't you give everybody a little bit of a rundown, like a bio on you so they can get to know you better. Okay. I've lived in this community all my life. I met my husband right out of high school. We got married within 10 months, had twin girls nine months and six days later. One of my first jobs was at Liberty Mutual. I had been working there for, I guess, about four years when I decided to quit because I was just bored to death. I knew that I needed something more challenging, I guess, and I just I didn't know what at that time, but I knew I needed to move on. Um, I got pregnant just about at the same time, and then we had our youngest daughter. And after having three little girls, I knew daycare would be outrageously expensive, mm that it would be hard, you know, it would be hardly worth it to go out and try to find a job. So that's when I decided to open up my own daycare. <laughs> I had been doing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had been doing daycare for, at that point, for about three, three and a half years maybe. When my husband suggested real estate, he knew I was getting a little burnt out. I wasn't excited at first really, but then about a month later, I saw an ad in the paper, and I'll never, I'll never forget that ad because it really attracted me. It said something like dream job, flexible hours, unlimited income potential. I mean, that really sky is the limit, to, right? Yeah. yeah, it attracted me to just check it out. So I decided to go for it, and I did try it. You know, I wanted to do it just part time at first. And to st still keep doing the daycare. Um, but that part-time idea lasted about two weeks. Mm. I knew I had found my passion. Wow. And, and, and so, I, uh, so you went right yeah. after two weeks, you went right into it. I did. I knew it would be a risk. I, I also knew that it could be a game changer because, you know, we were living from paycheck to paycheck. 
And it was tough, you know, having twins, getting married at 19, having twins right away, uh, then having another daughter. I mean, we were struggling. So, uh, but I did, I did love, love it right away. And I, I actually believe that I, I became successful very quickly. It's because of my focus on the listing side. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and that's something that I promote on this page. So that was 1983. Let's fast forward. 93, yeah. 2003, 2013. Here we are. You're 34 years in the business. Is that right? Yes. Wow. Okay. So let me do a couple of things. Let's let, let's talk about where you're at now. So first of all, okay. where the heck's Lewiston, Maine? It's between Portland and Augusta. It's the second largest city in Maine. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's good. Uh, I'm going to Bangor, Maine in June to hike oh. a bit of, to hike the ending part of the Appalachian Trail. And that that's will be, awesome. that will be the first time um, I've been to Maine. So I'm looking forward to that. So, okay. So Louisville, Maine. So here you are. Uh, let's get some nitty gritty, right? So how many houses did you and your team sell last year? 551. Wow. And what's your average sale price? 135,000. Okay. And has that increased or decreased or stayed steady? I mean, how's that been for the last 10 years or so? It's increased a little bit. I mean, when I first got into the business in 1983, the average sale price was 35,000. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you've seen it uh, quadruple, you know. I mean, yeah. you've seen, you know, that's an interesting perspective, uh, <laughs> 34 years later. Okay, so you're 135000 average sale price. So what is your uh, ECI, as I like to say, your ego commission income? Uh, the gross commission is $2.2 million. Okay, sweet. And what would you say your uh, profit margin is? It's right about 7% because we have a huge payroll of nine team support of realtor staff members. They're all licensed and they're all realtors. And that includes my husband and myself. So, you know, if you took out that salary out of the profit margin, it would be, you know, much, you know, higher. But, yeah, so you know, what again, you, so if, we're, we're also semi-retired, so. So you yeah. and your husband pay yourself a salary. So if I did right. take that out, let's say I did take that out, what would it be? It, it probably would be 10. Okay. Closer to 10. And, you know, again, we only work mornings, so um, whatever, even though it's a slim margin, we put a lot of that money in savings just to keep the, the foundation of our business stronger because this is a family business and I'm looking at the future for the second generation and the third generation is actually talking about joining too. So hmm. very so, young, but <laughs> thinking about it at least. Hmm. And, you know, just to get an understanding, how many like agents do you have on the team? We have uh, 15 agents in the Auburn office. Let me see. I think it's 15 now. And um, we have six in the um, Scarborough office because I expanded two years ago. And, and to, you have like a boutique company, right? So it's like a, yes. a teamerage, as someone would say, right? Is everybody in the boutique on your team? Yes. Okay. So, but, I, a, but they're they're all on the same team. They all use the the staff members uh, for their, but but they all have their own production. I don't put all the production under one name like some agents do because this, when we moved, uh, you know, when we left our the the, the franchise I was with for twenty five years, hmm. 
you know, we had everybody, which wasn't that, we were much smaller then. We've grown a lot in the last seven years. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, with those tight profit margins, I see if you had to pay a broker, you know, 5% or 10%, you would be basically breaking even. Right. You know, providing you didn't, you know, the broker didn't add any value to help you grow. Um, no, we were paying six figures in franchise fees alone. So. Yeah, so that was eating up but at, uh, he was, 50% he, of your profit. So, you know. Right. Well, well, actually, the we changed our business model as far as uh, what we were paying the agents when we left the company, too, because we weren't going to be paying that amount. So mm. it, it changed a little bit, but. Um, so you gave them. So so just to get some perspective. So, okay, you got you got 22 agents. What is the how much money can an average agent make in in your part of Maine? I have I have agents making uh, thirty thousand. I have agents making one hundred fifty thousand. Okay, yeah, because I don't want people to listen to this and be like, oh, you know, she's got a ten percent profit. She makes two hundred fifty grand, and scoff at that. I think that in your area where you're at, with the sales price where you're at, that you know two hundred fifty. Over 34 years or over a consecutive amount of years adds up to an incredible uh, lifestyle and ability to save a lot of money. And it's not like any of your agents are making 350, right? So, you know, if your top agent's making 150 and you're making 250, at least that's not happening. You know, I guess the time would but come. But they also have, and they, they also have a great lifestyle because they're not working the hours that these other agents out there that are doing everything themselves because my agents spend 80% of their time just counseling and advising their clients. They're not putting up signs. They're not taking pictures. They're not um, doing, they're not putting together their CMAs. They're not researching their listing information. Uh, they're not setting up their showings. They're not going back to their sellers. Oh, so they don't really back. do much. So certainly and the easiest way, you know, if you wanted to take that 10% to 20 or 15 or 12, uh, the easiest way for you to do that, and this is a learning moment here, I think, is, is to, you know, pay, probably pay your agents less of a split because, you know, you know certainly teams that are uh, providing all that you do are paying agents 20, 25 percent and keeping 75 percent. Right, exactly. So we're actually paying more than the average uh, team is, that's for sure. But the, and the other thing that I have to mention is that agents that are making that 150000 they actually do have a life, and they probably work 35 hours a week. So mm. if you add it all That's up. That's a smoking deal. I need to move to Maine. It's, it's a good deal for, <laughs> because they're, they're, their gross might not be as high as some of the other teams, but their net is, is probably three times higher because their average you know, what they're making per hour is much higher. Because yeah, it's a of the great, fact I mean, it's a great, they're not doing that, that $15 an hour work. It's a great, it's a great deal for, for the agents for sure. Okay. So, so like, talk to me about where this business is coming from. You're selling 500 some houses. Where are you getting this biz from? It's actually mostly off recommended by family and friends. It's all word of mouth and referrals because of the world-class service that we, um, you know, give to the community. And, of course, past clients. And we do have some agents that are very focused on expires. And we also uh, promote to people whose homes didn't sell and, and explain to them why we can sell their home 
when it didn't sell before. Sure, so sure. we do a lot which, of that on social tons, media marketing and all that. Yeah, I mean, and, and of course, there's tons of agents that do that. But what I want to learn is this. Okay, so you and your husband, you wake up, you get your coffee, you do whatever you want. You work till noon out of your house, right? No, no. We, no I come into the office. You come to the I office. Work, what time do you get to the I, office? Uh, between 7 and 7.30 because I love to start early. I was half. Right. So you get there at 7. Noon rolls around. Right? The little whistle goes where Fred Flintstone slides down the dinosaur, right, at noon. <laughs> and, and you're out of there, right? Usually. Sometimes it's 1, but mostly it's 11.30 noon, yes. Okay. And then what do you do? When I go home? Yeah. I mean, do you, like, turn off yeah. your phone and then pick it up again at 7 no. a.m.? <laughs> no. I still answer my phone. I'm very accessible. I, I'm really, I really love what I do. So when I go home, I'm usually listening to you or to there some other webinars. <laughs> <laughs> or so you're educating I'm yourself. Reading. You're working on I yourself. Am. Yeah. And I'm reading uh, my books, my business books. And, of course, this past year I wrote a book. And that's, and I, and I really enjoyed that. And I, I'm just, I just have an insatiable thirst for knowledge. And it's, it's going to be there and for as long as I live. <laughs> yeah, and you're relaxed. I mean, so do you um, actually meet face-to-face with clients, or are you just kind of like the office operator? No, I don't meet with clients. I mean, if somebody calls and they there's an issue and they really want to speak to the owner, I will definitely talk to them. But I mostly just train, advise, and counsel my agents and solve mm. problems. If But they don't really have, they don't come to me very often with problems unless it's a brand new agent, but I, I have three, three or actually now I'm going to have my fourth training trainer. So I don't do, I don't even do most of the training. Most of the training I do is at our team meetings because I do run a meeting in Auburn every Tuesday and I, and I have one in Scarborough every Thursday morning. Hmm. Okay. And, and so I you, recruit, so I do recruit you too. Do. So I you recruit to. and train and that's it. And then, and then, so your life is you know, you you don't have a lot of stress, which you've had in the past, you know, because I know you've worked buyers and sellers in the past. So this way, yes. you know, you do what you want in the afternoon and uh, you're much more relaxed, uh, not dealing with the client. Right. And I take I take vacation time. You know, I mean, it's that time for me to be taking more time off. And I've taken some time off in March and we went to Florida for a couple of weeks and we're leaving again Sweet. this Sunday for another week. And uh, we take more time off in July and August, you know, a couple of weeks here, a couple of weeks there, spent on the ocean. We also have a house on the lake, so we would like to spend a lot of time there, mm. and that's what we do. It's all about quality of life always and yes. family first. Right. Interesting. And speaking of family first, you called your real estate company Fontaine Family. Tell me about why you decided to do that and how's that working? It's working very well uh, because we have seven members that are our uh, family, my husband, my three uh, married daughters, and two of my sons-in-law are, are part of the team. No kidding. And they, and they started, uh, I, my, my daughter Melissa joined, and my husband were the first ones to join in uh, around the 90, 90, mid-90s, 1995, and then uh, my first son-in-law that came on board was 1999. And that that was at the end of 1999, um, towards the end. But I was closing 176 properties back then with only me as the listing agent. And I had three staff members, which was two of my daughters and my son-in-law. And then in 
2004, which is just to show you that you don't have to have a big team. I'm going to, that's why I want to share this. And th in 2004, I had just hired my first, uh, we called, we said we adopted her. <laughs> my <laughs> first bio agent. At the end of the year, she, hadn't, she wasn't even part of this production. It was just my two sons-in-law and my three daughters and my husband. And the only one that was doing listings was me. And um, we closed, the others did the, the, the buyer side. We closed 336 units mm. and just at, with the family. So, but again, quality of life has always been important to me. And that's why I started having help very early. Well, here's another benefit, a huge benefit, right? You get to see your kids every day. And it's, it is awesome. <laughs> right? It is awesome. I mean, we have to have family rules, though. We do have to have rules. What but. does that mean? <laughs> well, we have different rules. I have it in my book, too, what the rules are. But we don't talk about business at family gatherings. Mm. We Smart. You know, we have to be open to, to other people's ideas. We have to be ready to say you're sorry when you probably have stepped over the boundaries <laughs> and just don't stay upset. I mean, if you do get upset about something, it shouldn't last more than five minutes and then we have to get over it and move on. And that's just some of them, but there's more. But I, I do believe that a family business is actually is gets a successful and there's a lot of more successful family businesses than other types of businesses, I feel, because of the loyalty, the trust, and the pride of ownership. Mm -hmm. um, and and also, people do love working with family. And you were asking me that question about family and why I put that in. And that's another reason is that I think people love working with, with a family. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all three of your daughters, your husband, you, two son-in-law. What about the third guy? What is the third son-in-law? He's holding out. You're huh? not going to believe this. He's a real estate appraiser, but he doesn't do any of our, our <laughs> What uh, a conflict closing. of interest, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, he won't do any of ours. We, wow. He, not at all. We don't want that conflict. So he's in the we business, won't. but he's... Um, but uh, he doesn't work for the team. Wow, that's, that, that's amazing. So you got the whole fam. I mean, all... All you guys are, are in real estate capacity. That must be a big struggle. And I commend you for not being able to, for not, for setting that family rule on what not to talk about at, at the dinner table or, you know, off of work. Exactly. At Rebus University, we seek out the best practices of today's top real estate agents and travel around the world to film them and bring them to you in an educational format. Listen to what one of North Carolina's top REMAX agents has to say about our new certified listing program. Hey, Pat, this is Buddy Blake with REMAX Essential. Uh, it's been a little while since we talked, but I wanted to call you and thank you and your team at uh, Rebus University. We did the Listing Agent University and Listing Specialist course. I did it myself months ago, and I will tell you that that was one of the most informative systems I've ever done. It is meat and potato stuff versus the theoretical bullcrap that you see people say and do, and certainly you go to all these conventions and people show you all these whiz-bang new ideas. This was real in-the-trenches stuff, and uh, I use it myself, and you may not even know it, but we use it for my team. I have a team of about 10, 
And before I allow buyer agents to take on new listings and become listing agents per se, be able to do listings, they are required to go through this course. Also, we've expanded it out. I have five REMAX offices and we've got over a hundred agents in our company and a good percentage of them are now taking this course as a training program, especially new agents that we've onboard that are brand new into our system. We require them before they can go on their first listing appointment to take and pass this entire course. It is the best thing that's out there right now. And I want to thank you for putting it together. I'm looking forward to getting involved with some of the other courses and really looking forward to maybe a buyer agent course. That would be wonderful. But uh, I just wanted to thank you for the opportunity to work with your team. Thank you for taking the time to put it together. It was absolutely fabulous, Pat. Thank you so much. And I just hope you know how much you and your organization means to us. Thank you. For $200 off this program, use coupon code CLA200 at rebusuniversity.com. All right, so uh, you got some press about your listing toolkit, and I wanted to talk to you about that. Tell me about the listing toolkit. Okay, well, it's a kind of a system that we have in place that we have to have a what we call our pink sheet because it's color coded, and it's our listing questionnaire of you know the questions that you should ask on the phone to make sure that the seller is qualified. We try to get do that beforehand you know all the regular questions i'm not going to go through all those questions because i I know a lot of agents already have those but questions like is the decision maker going to be home that's a huge one right there you know um you know why are you why where are you moving to and why are you why are you selling when are you planning on making the move one of one of the questions that i really like is what are your biggest fears or concerns about selling your home because sometimes you can find out some things that you may not find out otherwise. Now, who's asking and, these questions? Is Would it be one of the agents before the, the listing appointment? Yes. Or, okay. Yes. Yes. What are your biggest so, fears or concerns about? I mean, that's one of those questions where you really got to shut up after you ask it because you want to almost think to yourself, oh, I want to give them some ideas. And you have to, and it's going to take time for them. There's going to be a pause there and they're going to think about it. You know, so you almost have to say, you know, what are your fears and concerns about selling a house and just bite your lip, right? Exactly. And a lot of times, too, if if you ask enough questions, you find out that you may not even want to go on this appointment because, and you, you may you save yourself a lot of time because maybe they just want an, uh, an appraisal because they don't want to pay for one. They want to see a maybe because they want to have their house appraised to see what they sh- if they can, how much money they can get out. But as long as you know, you can decide if you still want to go if it's a past client or or not, or give them one and just send it to them. I mean, it's depends on how many appointments you have that day and how many listing appointments you have. You know, you learn to try to you you waste so much time in this business. You just want to save as much time as possible, and maybe the uh, decision maker is not going to be there. And if, unless you ask that question, you don't know, and you may go there for nothing. So, and you have to ask, are you the sole decision maker or there's, is there another person joining you in making the decision to sell? That's what you, you know, without asking that, you could be going there and you, you'll not walk out without the listing because you can't get the signature. 
Wow, wow. It makes a lot of sense. So um, what else is in the listing toolkit? Well, we have what we call our pre-listing folder, which mm-hmm. is uh, in there. You have We have our mission statement, and we have our points of difference, which is the team system, which is our, you know, our seven support staff members who each play a role in in the process that all the stuff that's typically handled by the listing agent is handled by these, you know, very highly skilled realtors. They're not just secretaries that have no real estate license. They've all, they're all associate brokers or brokers. Mm. So they have a very, they, they, instead of having just one agent behind them, they have eight, eight realtors behind them. And so that's a huge point of difference for us when they when they find out what each person does the other thing that we have in here is everything that uh about our marketing and how we have a very top ranked website and what our stats are on the website and uh how we were the one of the first companies in Maine to embrace video and social media stuff mm. like that yeah how we do a di- we still do direct mail campaign in the areas where we've sold houses we do that consistently and continuously and that helps us get more buyers, and it helps us get more listings. Absolutely. Um, we have a full-time marketing director that works here, and she also does the graphic designs for us. On, on we do e- e-newsletters, e-cards. We send. That is just you know what I'm talking about right now is just on in our folder, and we talk about our added values like the moving van and there's other things and how we've received world and nationally and state, state you know recognition and also our community involvement and that's all in our pre-listing folder and it's a very nice very well done pre-listing folder that's colored brochure glossy and it works very well Uh, my agents can mail this out to expired listings along with our case study of homes Uh, and we get a lot of expired listings just from direct mailing this piece and the case study of homes that the Fontaine team sold that other agents couldn't sell. We have like six case studies and we talk about each home. We named the town that the house was on the market for almost a year and a half with two different real estate agents and the seller that then hired the Fontaine team and we sold it in 17 days for full list price. And we just continue on and talk about the case study two, three, four, five, and six and it's it's a nice piece that we also send out to them in that in a, in a mail out to get those expires. But we also use this when we go out at any appointment, whether they call in or they've or they've been prospected. Wow. Okay. Cool. Good that's stuff. Some of it. Good stuff. Yeah. That's exciting. And you know, my first thought was like, how in the world? You, you know, I mean, first of all, what what percentage of your business? Because you said most of your business coming from repeat and referral. What percentage would you say that is? I'd say 90%. Okay, so 90% on 550 deals is a ton, right? It's like basically almost 500 deals. And my first thought is how in the hell does that happen? And then I say, well... You know, here's the thing. It's probably a lot easier with it when it's the Fontaine family when you have essentially seven Fontaines working in there, right? And they say, well, you know, I heard the family because it kind of it crosses lines, right? It's not like you're never like putting it off on a quote unquote assistant. It's a family member. So it's, it's a lot easier, I guess, a transition of the referral 
to another member on the team uh, because you're all family. But what, what else would be your success? Uh, you know, what else is driving a 90% repeat and referral business? I mean, that, that is not normal. No, it's not. But what it is, it's, it's the going above and beyond the call of duty world-class service, looking out for your client's best interests, not yours. I mean, it's we we uh, are very strong on asking for, uh, we send out client surveys and, you know, we're very adamant about getting, of knowing how they rate us. You know, we ask them to rate us from, uh, you know, rate us from one to 10 and uh, on their experience. And if they grade us below a nine, we want to know what what is, what is it that we could have done different to be a 10. Our response time is very quick. Every call is returned every day. Every single call is returned every day. Do you know how how that is unheard of in the real estate business? Most agents don't call back for days, sometimes even a month. And you're talking to everybody. I, you're talking appraisers, termites, co-op agents, everybody. must. Every single call must be returned by the, the time the lights shut out. Yes, and it and and um, we're known for that. We're known to return every call. Every we're very responsive, and and sometimes very sometimes a call can be returned in five minutes. Sometimes it might be returned in an hour, three hours. But uh, we try within three hours. And same thing with emails returned within the day, within twenty four hours. Mm. So and that's unheard of. I mean, we all know that because we see all the threads about people who don't return calls, even on showings. That's one of the reasons why there are so many expired listings is because agents don't even get back. I mean, I just saw one the other day on this uh, private group I'm in. They, this guy wanted to, sh this realtor wanted to show 10 houses in the million dollar price range and he got a res one response from one of the listing agents the other nine never called him back he only had one li million dollar listing to show because nobody else they never called him back yeah that's terrible right i mean it's like um you know sometimes going I, I hate to say this but you know sometimes going with sometimes this is true sometimes and sometimes it's not true right but sometimes going with the busiest agent or the top agent is a mistake if they're not going to be able to call you right back, you know? And so that's crucial. So that's uh, as, as a seller, you know what I mean? So, yes. you know, the old adage of you want something done, give it to a busy person is true. But, you know, some of these agents, they treat the million dollar listings the same way they treat an $85,000 listing. And uh, they really shouldn't. They should, they should have, you know, or responded within a minute on that, you know? Uh, for the million dollar listing because the commission is so yeah. much better. So, okay, so let, let's jump and talk uh, real quick about your book, Brenda, Limitless Real sure. Estate Leader. You sent me a copy. I actually read it and then I gave it to Mike Sloan, who who bought my team and runs my team. And uh, he actually looked at it, underlined it. And then um, the other day he quoted something from it. And I said, wow, that's cool. Cause she's coming on my show. I have to make sure I tell her that. So, uh, that's so nice. yeah. Tell me why you wrote the book and, and, and what it's about. Well, I wrote the book to just fulfill a promise I had made to God about the fact that if I would be successful, I, I would share everything I knew with everybody, um, to be successful. And that's, that's one of the reasons. Another reason is that I just wanted to leave it as a legacy for my my grandchildren, and that's who I dedicated my book to. And, you know, when I first got into the business, there was no such thing as, 
as sharing and helping because the agents back then thought that everybody was in competition with each other and that it just was not done. So it was very difficult to get in. Thank God that I always enjoyed reading and I got a lot from just reading and being a Howard Brinton uh, member and that's that's how far back I go with you. Yeah. Because uh, I I remember listening to you speak and get interviewed by by Howard Brinton, mm-hmm. and I loved listening to all those stories and all those great. Yeah, that real, was a blast. Right? Yeah. I, I got a lot from 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 that. That was awesome. So so because of all that, that's why I wanted to write my story, and so that people would know that you can have a rough childhood and still not let it interfere with your success. You can still be successful and learn from the lessons, you know, and and also that you can push through your fear rather than okay, being wait a minute. limited so you, by So you fear. had a rough childhood? Is that what you're saying in the book? Yes. What does that yes. mean, rough childhood? It means that my, well, my mom uh, was an alcoholic and very dep- a very depressed person, and my dad worked was a workaholic, worked a lot of hours, but he was my hero. And she had a lot of fears. She was always thought she was dying. So I, so I, I believed that I was going to die too. I didn't, I didn't even think I would make it to my thirteenth birthday. I would pray to God not to let me die before I could get married and have children. That anxiety. And so there was some anxiety. I had so much anxiety. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go through that whole thing. <laughs> some of it is in my book, but it's, it's in not the book. All, yeah. It's in the first. It's in the first half chapter. It's. I don't make it really long about that. I talk. A, no, but that's I, great, I but people know that, you know, because anxiety is a real thing, and, and you know, um, it, it, tons and tons of people have it, so the fact that you came out and said, hey, you know, I suffer from anxiety, and this is how I persevered, I think is just inspiring in, in itself in the first half chapter. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, um, if I can do it, and if I can do it, anybody can. That's pretty much what the book is about, and it's just to inspire and motivate others to know that if somebody like me who had no college degree, just a high school diploma, got married as a teenager, had twins right away, if I can do it, anybody can. <laughs> mm, indeed, indeed. I love it. So, Brenda, let's wrap this up with our flagship question, and that is this. And and, and you've been doing this a long time, 34 years. I mean, this is probably going to go back to your roots 34 years ago, 35, I mean, 30, 30, whatever, 30-some years ago. Okay. So if I were to take a Brenda Fontaine and I were to put her on an island, now on this island we have a lot of commerce, people are buying and selling things, they're buying and selling real estate, and, but I put you on there with nine other top agents and each week the agent that sells the least amount of houses gets thrown off of this island. After 10 weeks, there's only one agent left, the agent that sold the most houses. This agent gets a million dollars as a prize. To start the game off, each agent gets $1,000 in cash, a laptop, computer, and a cell phone. How is Brenda Fontaine going to win this reality TV show? Well, since I have a laptop, I guess I would connect with as many people as I could by sending email blasts out to our whole database. And then I'd also be calling my top 100 clients and just ask them for their help. Uh, with you know, Asking that question, who do you know? who's thinking of making a move, uh, right, you know, soon here. And also ask them to just think of someone who's had a major life event that could cause them to make that move. Because sometimes when you ask them that and that question, they might think longer. Because I just, you know, would tell them that I want to help their family or friends to make it as stress-free as possible move for them. And 
that's how I believe I could do it if I kept doing it consistently every day. <laughs> Repetition, right? Yes. Repetition is the mother of skill. That's, yes. That is, um, that's great. I love it. And, um, you know, that's reminds me of a quote. Uh, I heard an interview once with Will Smith and, um, interviewer was asking him, Hey, you know, why are you so successful? You know, you had, he started out uh, as a rapper and you know, he wasn't, he was kind of like a comedian rapper almost. He wasn't even that funny. I mean that musically talented, but he was funny. <laughs> and, um, and, the, and, and then you went on to, to do a TV show and the same thing happened there. It was, it was, it was funny, but it, he wasn't the greatest uh, TV actor. And then uh, he went on to make movies and then he went on to produce movies. And now he's got all kinds of millions of things going on. And he, he said, what is it? You know, and he said, well, here's the thing. You know, I might not be the most talented in any of these arenas, but if you put me on a treadmill next to another guy that I'm competing with him on... I will never step off that treadmill until he steps off first. He said, you can't beat me when it comes to, you know, stamina and just, you know, repeat, repeat, repeat. And it sounds like so that's true. what you're saying is you just, you would just repeat, 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 repeat till you won the game. Exactly. Yep. This is awesome. Well, thanks, Brenda. What I'm going to do, guys, I'm going to put a link to Brenda's book on hybendigital.com backslash Brenda Fontaine, hybendigital.com backslash Brenda Fontaine, F-O-N-T-A-I-N-E. I'm also going to put all of her information on there. So if you guys want to send some referrals to Maine or you want to talk to her about her listing box, her toolkit, or anything, or just reach out and say, hi, Brenda, I enjoyed the show. All her information will be on hybendigital.com backslash Brenda Fontaine. Brenda, thanks so much for coming on today. You've been awesome. And Thank I, you. I look forward to uh, meeting you in the near future sometime and uh, sitting down and catching up. Thank you so much. Can I just say uh, one more thing? That yeah, sure. The book, is, the book is on Amazon and paperback and Kindle, and I do have an, uh, the audio book version coming out this month. Awesome. On audible.com. Audible. Very good. Brenda, All thanks right. again. Have a great day. Oh, thank you, Pat. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. All five-star reviews help us get better and better guests for your listening pleasure. And if you have a great review, I'll read it on the show. We are so proud of this show now with over a million downloads in 79 countries around the world. Also, don't forget to buy my book if you haven't already. Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate agent's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. With an intro by Gary Keller. Sold everywhere online books are sold. You can always go to pathyben.com and find out about all things Pat Hyben. And don't forget to follow me on social media. All you got to do is type in my name. I'm everywhere and easy to find. I hope to meet face-to-face someday, but in the meantime, let's meet on social media. Thanks again for listening, and keep rocking.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.